Hey everybody, welcome to the Elseworlds Exchange. I am Sal. And I am Joel, your co-host with excellent internet that's never a problem. Yeah. <laughs> well said. Uh, so anyway, today we're going to be talking about uh, Marvel Phases 3, 4, and beyond. We're going to just jump in and uh, kind of talk about where the future of the Marvel Cinematic Universe is headed. Because right. uh, everything was kind of building towards Avengers, and after that, everyone kind of went like, yeah, my favorite movies are kind of behind me. Unless... Hey, you know, I I'm not sure if I believe that. I would say it's more of an issue of you conquered the world with phase one. Yeah. Now what do you do now that you've conquered the world? Right? Exactly. Um, the the thing that I found uh, most intriguing is that, like, Marvel Cinematic Universe is an ever-evolving and ever-changing thing. It and it, it's not unlike the eras of comics when, like, different people are yeah, working yeah. on... Uh, different runs. Like I remember re reading re or seeing recently, somebody was talking about how it's like uh, that was Joss Whedon's run on the Avengers, and now yeah. we're getting the Russo brothers' run on the Avengers, and yeah, the John Favreau run on Iron Man, and they don't they don't feel like they don't want to you know do that again. You know, or it's like mm, it's too sacred, we can't touch it. Yeah, and even then, like they don't want like they don't want to talk about. Iron Man 2, and they don't really want to talk about Shane Black's Iron Man, despite the fact that like Shane Black is cool, and that script was kind of kind of rad. I will I will argue up and down. I think Iron Man 3 is the most underrated one. I think it's genius in time. People will get it. That's funny. I think, I think Iron Man 2 is pretty great. Really? I, I and, really and those like are two Iron very Man very unpopular opinions we're shooting It's right. true. I like Iron Man 2. I hate Whiplash, but I hate every Iron Man villain, so They're that's all fine. They're lame. And uh, that's, that's something they had to deal with, and that's why I think for most of this, these Marvel movies, their biggest problem is they say, you know what, just chuck the villain. It's all going to be about the hero. Which really, like, that's cool, because it does it, it avoids the Batman effect of the villain being way more interesting than the, than the, than the and hero. And driving the plot. The only Batman movie wherein Bruce Wayne Batman is the main character character is batman begins and that's why batman begins is still probably my favorite it's it's a pretty solid flick it's it's funny it's it gets the only weird. one about batman it's the only one about bruce wayne and every other batman story the villain moves the plot forward and it's funny they uh they talk about how it's like um batman begins it's funny we're talking about batman begins now in a marvel video but in a like marvel episode, but yeah. uh but batman begins uh makes so many weird decisions yes it I, does. I can't quite even call it a, a batman movie because it's almost not even about him being batman uh it's about like bruce wayne. it's a bruce wayne story it's a bruce wayne story exactly and then at the end they try to like cram in like the batman lines of like you know like no no, no this is your mask and it's like no no he doesn't want to be batman like he, this guy does not want to be Batman. He 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 doesn't. He's not even like compelled to be Batman. He does very few reasons to really want to do this. Um, but anyway, uh, so Marvel Phase Three. We're going to talk about Phase Three and then kind of bleed yes. into Phase Four and beyond. Um, let's draw from our list of Phase Three films that are to be uh, coming right. out. Uh, Though the reason why we're doing this is because I've just been wanting to see civil war so badly <laughs> i know right i'm so jealous because so many people on my twitter feed so many film critics that i know and so many people who are higher up on the youtube rungs they already got to see it now more jelly than man about it yeah the fact is like they and the fun the funny thing is more and more people have seen civil war and it's just because marvel's like yeah you know what it's fucking great Come so more and more people see it. Go watch it. Go watch it and tell everyone how much you loved I, it. I literally tricked myself this month. I don't know how I did it. I felt like such a goober. I literally tricked myself into thinking it came out at the end of this month. And I'm oh. like, oh, yeah, yeah, at the end of April. I'm going to go see Civil War. Ryan wants to come see Civil War with me. Only when I looked at, you know, my local theaters, I'm like, oh, comes out in Europe and Australia at the end of the month doesn't come out in north america until may 6 well shit yeah that's still pretty close it's it's it only is. a few weeks away and it's funny to do like a whole show that people will find months from now and talk about how it's coming out but you know anyway uh so, don't worry once it comes out i'm sure on all the other shows sal and i are on i'm sure we will talk it all to death after. oh we will do a whole civil war episode oh you um, know we will but uh so civil war's coming out it's reportedly amazing and a really badass like 
Captain America movie and kind of a really uh, killer Avengers movie. From what I'm hearing, they say it's the truer successor to Avengers 1 than Age of Ultron was, and yet it could not exist without the events of Age of Ultron. Exactly, which is really rad. Um, and very comic booky, isn't it? Where it's like, this event wasn't great, but it led to this awesome set of things that happened yep, later. Yep, exactly. You're, you're, you're really getting into kind of back issues territory where it's like, so how did we get here? Well, anyway, there was this Joss Whedon archetype robot who showed up, and he, like, picked up a small European country and tried to kill the world. It really doesn't matter. You know, what, what? matters is Iron Man and Captain America have fucking problems. Uh, like, that's cool, and I, from what I understand, it's very maturely handled, and it's really, really rad, and, and we see a lot of things we want to see. But let's not talk about speculation as far as Civil War goes, just that it's setting the stage. And that's one of the things where it's like... For a lot of people, like, this is kind of, like, setting the stage for phase... Like, this is phase three, Civil War, which, sh by all rights, should kind of be the end of phase three. But it isn't. It's, it's the kickoff of a whole new phase, and I can only imagine that we will be seeing the effects of this movie felt in the subsequent films. And maybe that will give a good explanation for that question that people always ask in these shared universe superhero movies. And that is, why does blank not call blank for help? Yeah. Um, and now they'll be like, because they hate each other or because yeah. they fought in the airplane yeah. scene. Like, that's yeah. cool. Uh, it's a good reason. And I like that it's not, I, I hate when, I, I hate tie-ins. I hate when like a major event will ruin or derail stories that are within, uh, right. the universe itself. Or but people got to just to get to the events. Yeah, yeah, you gotta get through all this stuff to get to here, and 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 don't worry, my story will be preserved. Just I gotta I gotta tell this really quick story about Civil War. Like that's that's why I always like Jimmy Palmiotti when he's forced to write tie-ins for his different stuff. He's like, look, I will pay lip service to your event, but I'm telling the story I was telling anyway. Exactly. If I gotta cram it in right at the beginning or right at the end, I'll do it. But I'm telling my story. Right, right. Um, but I'm happy to see that the next phase movie is Doctor Strange mm -hmm. which rocks and looks amazing. I think, uh, I think there's a certain person in your household who may be even more excited than both of us put together. True enough and in fact uh, she did a whole trailer reaction video which you can check out uh, right over Joel's head. Uh, it's a really really terrific video we're very happy and proud of it and people have been like, we're, like what's Tiffany's opinion? I'm like here it is. Um, I, I couldn't take my eye off that totally, completely comic accurate necklace thing she had going. Oh, like, the yeah, eye of Agamotto. Yes, yeah. she. Yeah, she made that shit. Um, the funny thing Sick is, prom. for me, thank you. Uh, for me, Doctor Strange could be a like kind of amazing. Guardians of the Galaxy-esque effect on the Marvel Cinematic Universe. A game changer. It, it could be a game changer. It could just be a really solid solo movie, like Ant-Man was. Mm. Um, or it could be a game changer, like it's Guardians of the Galaxy was. It's already looking unlike anything else that the Marvel Cinematic Universe has going for it right now, which is definitely a point in its favor. Like, I, I said this before, I don't know if you were around when I said it, but if they did not slap the Marvel logo at the end of that, I bet you most people would have had no idea that was even a superhero movie alone a movie in the marvel canon absolutely um i also loved the little it was very subtle but it was just an effect where the marvel logo comes up and then it fades to a black screen instead of a red screen mm. and i was like "Ooh, like they're going like no no, no this is gonna be dark and they didn't say it out loud they didn't beat your head over like they didn't beat you over the head with it but it was just kind of like that's cool uh it felt it rang a little more it, it was felt like phase two of what they used to do with uh they used to do the Marvel logo before movies, before they had, like, their shit together. Yeah. When they had the Marvel Knights movies. Yeah, oh, the very short-lived. Wasn't it only, like, Ghost Rider and Punisher Warzone that had those attached to I them? think it was also Blade. One of the Blade well, movies has the Marvel Knights logo, too. Probably the third crappy Probably one. the third. <laughs> <laughs> with, with Triple H as one of the vampires. Yeah, he's, he's great, man. That whole movie. Parker Posey's in that. She's just... Parker Why? Posey the hell out of that movie. And Ryan Reynolds trying really hard, being like, no, 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 many years from now, in a long con, I will play Deadpool and this will all be okay. Yes. Uh, but uh, but I, I, I always appreciated that that move where they're like, Marvel Knights, and it's like, oh, cool. 
a more mature adult imprint for the Marvel movies that would not ever really be realized until the Netflix show. Exactly. But uh, but Doctor Strange could be a game changer, and it could be really like shifting and changing the Marvel Cinematic Universe because, for the most part, they're pretty much like Phase Three for me is kind of the like we've got you, like yeah. we've got you, and now we're gonna try some new shit. And see if you're, and not even see if you'll stick around, but like, we're just gonna try some new shit, and you better like it because here it is, like magic. Now we have to do some new shit because we can't do Iron Man four, we can't do Cap five or whatever because those actors either want a more money or b move on to other things. And that's the thing that's like the scariest prospect of Marvel Phase four and beyond and so forth. But like. We'll get into that. Uh, so, moving on to Guardians of the Galaxy 2, I think it's... I don't think it's going to really, like, change the game. I think it's just going to be as cool as the last one. With, the like, first Guardians is such a lightning-in-a-bottle movie. Like, that one crossed so many boundaries and so many borders when it came out and just shocked everyone, because everyone was already saying it. They say it with every Marvel movie, but they were saying, oh, Guardians is... The first taste of failure, you know, could, could could they come back from this if it was a failure? And it amazed everybody and had one of the greatest soundtracks of the year. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I Gardens might be one of my favorites. It might be my favorite. I, I go back and forth between that one and Winter Soldier, but I think on, on, on most days it ends up being Guardians is probably. And it makes me, it makes me uh, frustrated when... It works so well, and then they're like, and then Marvel goes like, yeah, and then we're gonna put it in, and then like, no, 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 like, you seem to know the best how to do something well, and then do something else, as opposed <laughs> to like, do that again, like, f for my money, whenever, when Dark Knight became a billion dollar success, they were like, okay, this is what we do now, Dark Knightify everything, whereas Marvel's like, no, we're gonna do this. And then we're going to do something else. And I hope you like it as much as that. But if you like it, don't worry, there'll be a sequel for it. <laughs> yeah. We're already on the sequel. Yeah. Um, and you know what's funny? Everybody, like, in the chat, I'm noticing people are, like, kind of speculating on their own. And, like, I know somebody said, like, Robert Downey Jr. wants out, so they better figure something out. You know what? You you, you have no idea. The does, fact is, does, like... Does he really want out? Remember the... Over the place that he like wrote, directed, and starred in. Yeah, I mean, like, the fact is, he's only in twenty percent of Iron Man movies anyway, because yeah, the rest of it is CG. Like, you could you could extend RDJ for a while, but I don't you, think you could literally have Robert Downey Jr. phoning in his performances from here on out. Yeah, you don't have to, and I don't think you, I don't think they should, but. I just, I mean, we just saw Robert Downey Jr. doing Kimmel, and he was talking about, like, uh, Spider-Man, and how he's like, yeah, I mean, like, once we get the contracts worked out, maybe I'll be in the Spider-Man movie, which is the next one on the list, after Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Spider-Man Homecoming, which might fucking have Iron Man in it, which is kind of like, oh! <laughs> Home Homecoming, which we never thought would happen. Homecoming, which has clearly caused them to move a bunch of their other stuff around because they weren't thinking they'd get Spider-Man back the way I, they did. And that I love how they were like, oh, we got Spider-Man back. Everything move out of the way. <laughs> yeah, we're not saying who the favorite son is. We're not saying what we think. But seriously, every, everyone else get out of Webhead's way. Exactly. Which, like, as a Spider-Man fan, I'm like, Okay, sorry. I mean, like, listen, I was excited already for everything that was on the list, mm -hmm. but like, oh, we're getting Spider-Man kind of next? Works for me, hurry up. Because, like, for me, you know, first of all, Homecoming is a whole other episode. We could talk about, like, we could speculate about Homecoming, we could talk about like, how, like... Like, what it, like I keep saying, as it gets closer, we need to do a whole Spider-Man cinematic retrospect. I agree. Well, these will have to be different episodes. We'll have to do, like, Spider-Man, the Spider-Man trilogy, and then we'll do Spider-Man duology, and then we'll do the reboot, and, uh, or the, the, the second reboot. But, uh, suffice it to say, I think Homecoming is another game-changer, in as much as they're, like... This is what people asked for when they're and like, I want, it to them. Yeah, like people are like, I want you to get your shit together and work out a deal. We want you to get your shit together, put it in a box, take it down to the shit museum. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, we have to make a deal here and we want in, in phase four and five, we want that. We want these things that we like, but we know you can do better. 
So what, what an amazing just like planets aligning for Sony and Marvel making a deal. We are blood sworn enemies, you know, this will never happen. Oh, what's that email link? Oh, what's that, you know, uh, our movies doing terrible and us poisoning our own brand? Okay, I guess we have to now. Yeah, wow. The, the Yeah, it was an amazing combination of not getting your material. Are you still there? Uh, I'm still here. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're just frozen. I'm just frozen. It happens. Um, it's, okay, you're back. It's an amazing combination of I don't know what I can, what I'm doing with this material, and some of our executives came off as racists in public. The uh, perfect storm of incompetence, ugliness. That's what people. Whenever people are talking about, like you know, maybe they'll get like like X Men back. I'm like, X Men can only come back if there's a combination of of career ruining blunders. I feel like Fantastic Four is a deal that we're not even privy to but is in the works I, I know there's nothing being said about it and i think the fact there is nothing being said about it is proof positive that there is conversations going on about acquiring fantastic four because as far as they're concerned it's a dead brand now it's a poison brand yep. if they just bring it out again might as well sell it off for what it's worth and might as well get a little something for themselves in the process of it i know we talked about those x-men shows yes. which of course they never before Fox never had the rights to make X-Men shows, and then all of a sudden, out of thin air, they did, which is leading people to believe, okay, what did they pay? What did they trade for that? Yeah, exactly. I mean, and it could have been as much as Galactus, or it could be the whole shebang. The fact is, you're only really getting five characters, or six characters. You're getting the four, Galactus, and Doom, and maybe you could get Silver Surfer or whatever. It doesn't really... And, and, and... And some cool story shit like the Ultimate Nullifier. And stuff yeah, I mean, like, like there's yeah, you get all the cosmic sh like they could just be like, no, we just want all the Fantastic Four cosmic shit. No, like keep, just to complete you can keep it. The Mole Man and Pace Pot Pete. You can keep Mole Man, Pace Pot Pete, and the four, but we just want Galactus, Silver Surfer, Uatu, every Nihilus, everything that is associated. But we the just fact want the is, cool Earth-ending shit for when we use all our cosmic villains up. We need the Avengers to fight Doctor Doom. Right. Well, and I want Doctor Doom. So I think Fantastic Four is is, is practically a, a done deal but i'll be but time will be the judge of that um but spider-man homecoming is for a lot of people like it's another phase of marvel because they're like it's the proof that there's a that there the deals can be made yeah it's a beautiful shiny example of like look how much money we're gonna make maybe everyone else out there should make deals with us too hey whoever owns namor which might be universal because apparently they have a stake in him somehow right more movies from happening yeah yeah i don't want to see a namor movie but uh i'd watch a namor antagonist movie ah like an atlantis attack sort of thing yeah maybe only only namor was not in it and he barely did it and atlantis barely attacked <laughs> um, then we got thor ragnarok and it's yet another it's funny because each one from phase three is a total different tone shift and yep. style shift. You got Doctor Strange, magic, holy shit, solo movie, Guardians of the Galaxy, ensemble piece, in space, holy shit, Spider-Man, so, uh, studio deal, solo movie, should really only take like three to six months to shoot because it's really one kid, one ant, one character, most John of it- John Hughes movie. John Hughes movie. Like, you've got this. It should take you very, like, not very much to make this movie and get it also, out there. Also, another thing about Spider-Man Homecoming before we move on again, young, young protagonist, an actual teen superhero. How did it take us this long? A lot of people are talking about like the title and taking it literally being like maybe it's about the homecoming dance and it's like that's a thing that we haven't seen in a Spider-Man movie ever. It's true. Spider-Man being late to the dance. They they always grow Spider-Man up too fast in those other movies. Oh yeah, halfway through or earlier than that in the in the first movie he graduates from high school. Which is hilarious, because it's like, guys, do you not know in the comics they're always bending over backwards to get him back into high school? Yeah, high it's school amazing, those, those two conflicting agendas, where it's like, the movie guy's like, get him to be 30 and make him married and shit, and the comic's like, are you kidding me? He's gotta be like 14! Yeah. It is um, hilarious. That's, but it's like, once again... Enough to continue to tell teen Spider-Man stories. Yeah, but once again, a game-changing title. Um, then you got Thor Ragnarok, which... Every, I think Marvel learned their lesson. Nobody wants, nobody really wants a Thor sequel. And and I like Thor is the thing. Like, I will say Thor 1 is my guilty pleasure from Phase 1. I love the sorcery silliness of it. Thor's cool. I saw Thor Dark World the other day. 
it's not bad. Like, it's is it is it as good as any of the other ones? Not really. But it, is it still is it a terrible movie? Not so much. I would say it's like it's very much in the same thing as Iron Man Two, where it's like it is a perfectly passable movie, judging it against all the other ones, and it's another instance of you really dropped the ball on the villain here. Malekith should have been cool. Malekith should have been amazing. That was a disaster. That was such a waste. And I, I, I remember him being less of a waste than he actually was, having seen it again. And I'm like, wow, Malekith is so. Malekith is worse than Ronan the Accuser, and Ronan the Accuser is basically a cardboard cutout. Uh, which really sucks, but not really, because Ronan the Accuser is kind of a, like, a emotional, jo- like, he's just kind of like a force of the universe. Um, that said, though, even th- his motivations in Guardians of the Galaxy were emotional-related, so it's like, yeah. you wrecked everything about the character, and he s- wasn't even interesting. The thing about Malekith, too, is you can tell at some point early on in that movie they were planning to make the Dark Elves and Malekith more sympathetic, but that they cut that in favor of maybe Loki should have more screen time. Yeah, how about more Loki, though? And it's like, you know what? Yeah, how about that? Because he's fun to watch, and he likes the, he likes playing Loki. I'm happy with that. He's continuously great, Tom Hiddleston. I will. Dr- Tom Hiddleston will dress up in the costume and come to Comic-Con and just be Loki at yeah. Comic-Con. Uh, I loved seeing, uh, there was a quote where he's like, I would like Loki to fight Doctor Strange. I'm like, I'd like Loki to be in everything, so it works for me. Uh, they were kicking around the idea of a Loki solo movie. I'm like, it's nuts, but maybe not also. Yeah, it, I mean, like, I trust them. But that said, like, Thor, the Dark World, it's fine. It's like, not great, but, like, it had cool shit, like spaceships and battles and Thor being Thor. And, like, Natalie Portman didn't really do much, but whatever. And the Kat Dennings is annoying, but, like... It had that, it had that dude from the IT crowd in it for a minute. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right, it did. Here's, um, here's here's the issue with Thor. I forget who said it, but they said it perfectly. They said the problem with Thor is that even the side characters have side characters. The sidekicks have sidekicks in that movie. Yeah, they really do. Um, but th- but I think they got the message, and so I think Thor Ragnarok. While I think they were setting it up, I think they I, maybe they didn't get the message until until they had already decided to make Thor Ragnarok. But they're like Thor Ragnarok. Well, it's like Game of Fucking Thrones plus like a billion dollar budget and it's the end of the fucking world for the for for thor and his friends and then they're like and the hulk yeah but then they were like but what about the hulk though like that was i think i think it was they were like no no no, no we're gonna the fall of asgard it'll be fucking cool and everyone's like no no one cares about asgard we want hulk and they're like oh but we can't make a solo hulk movie without dealing with universal Ooh, yeah. what if People love that scene between Thor and Hulk. People love seeing Thor and Hulk fighting and butting heads and arguing. And bros. And being, you know, so why not just do that? And it's like a road movie across the nine realms with Thor and and the Hulk. And Hulk getting more banner in his head. And maybe it being a prelude to Planet Hulk. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's what I want to see. Instead of opening it with, with Planet Hulk and wrapping it up. No, 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 no. Thor and Hulk fighting monsters and shit across the nine realms and then at the end thor or like hulk fucks off he's like later and he goes off into like and he goes to sakar or something like that but whatever the point being that sounds cool i'm i'm in for a buddy a buddy road movie starring two godlike characters and we haven't seen you that put yet. beta ray bill in there somewhere that that sounds like a really really cool third character to throw into that movie it sounds hey guys, really my off name the is wall beta nice to meet you yeah and they're like wow a horseman. Cool. You, you have a hammer too, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I, I do. would also take Beta Ray Bill in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. He depends there, wouldn't he? Yeah. Um, then we get Black Panther. And Black Panther is... <sighs> about time? Mm-hmm, definitely. Like, the last African-American... or Well, African. But, like, African superhero we saw in any way or black superhero we've, we've seen with a solo movie was blade and that was a while ago now and that was like a, an unforgivably long time ago and also uh black panther's a cool character and as he i understand is. it he's really like given his due in civil war and oh yeah it, it, him and spider-man people walked away at the critics and reviews that i've read say he owns the role he's you know perfectly but the second he puts that costume on, the claws literally come out. Yeah. Um, 
and man, like, sounds cool. I'm in. Like, I don't know what it's going to be about. I think it'll be the most traditionally superhero-y movie where yeah. it's like, it's a guy in a costume, and like, but he's also the ruler of his nation, and he's dealing with the fact that, like, his nation has now been outed as an actual place you can go, and, like, that's kind of uh, neat. And he has to be a man between two worlds and balance his responsibilities as a king and as a superhero and as a diplomat. And yeah, everything. and uh, that that sounds cool. Like I, I don't know what it's gonna be, but S- S- sounds like what I always wanted the Aquaman movie to be, but probably won't be. Yeah. Oh no, you know it's not gonna be that. Um, and then we get the Avengers movie, mm-hmm. Infinity War Part One, which has like every character ever in it, and this is where they can set up Phase Four. In a big bad way. Because Phase 3 is almost like, let's have as much fun with the characters we've been setting up for the last three phases as possible. Yeah. Like, let's do Civil War. Let's do a buddy road movie with Thor and Hulk. Let's do Doctor Strange and have him meet Tony Stark before he keels over from age. Like, let's do all these things before these this this universe changing Avengers movie. And let's get Stan Lee in as many of these movies as possible. Seriously. Um the 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 Avengers movie for me is going to pr- not part one so much, but it will it will set a tone that I think will be unmistakable for Phase Four, and that is Definitely. that there are real stakes and we're gonna change some shit. I don't know big, about you, but like big, big real juicy stakes, yes. yeah, big beautiful stakes. Um, <laughs> but then we're gonna like kind of never mind that for two movies with Ant Man and the Wasp. Which is so weird, where it's like, here's assumedly the big kickoff to this, like, multi-event, like, oh, in many ways, you know, what seems to be the end of the era for your actors, depending on who you got to come back exactly. and everything. And you're kind of taking a breather in between. Maybe that's smart. It is. going to be really heavy, but then Ant-Man and Wasp are going to come by and make you laugh. Yeah, exactly. And I think you need that. I think you need like a breath, just like you needed Ant Man between, like after Age of Ultron. I thought it, it was it, it was a nice palate cleanser, and if anything, you liked Ant Man more after Age. Of yes, Ultron. I think you did. I think that Ant Man succeeded better because Age of Ultron was so dour and so kind of like so and so big and so summer blockbuster bloated. It was nice to see a no pun intended smaller scale movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, now. Okay, you get part one and part two. You have two movies between them. I think part one's going to take place all in space. You think? I think it's going to see the Avengers go to space, and I think it's gonna you're going to see a power vacuum. You're going to see your favorite heavy hitters going into space. It's going to be kind of like Infinity. Which, where, which will be new, won't it? Heroes going to space. That's something they haven't done yet. And, or and that'll be what you want. And that'll be where you're going to get your crossover with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Which and you're going to. Which will be sweet. Imagine Rocket Raccoon hanging out with Iron Man. And I all cannot that wait. Stuff. But, like, I think you're going to get that. I think that the idea here is that they're going to be like, we need to we need to send them into space to try and stop Thanos before he gets to Earth. Of course, Infinity War Part 2 will probably be Thanos going to war and it'll be a huge fucking thing. But yeah. that is going to set the stage. Um,. Heck, Infinity War Part 1 could be like a cool recruitment drive movie That's where it's like one. Cap and Iron Man being like, look, we gotta get all the other heroes on Earth and have little like little vignettes with each of them getting recruited. You could legitimately, you could do it where the Guardians or one of them, like, like Star-Lord, comes to Earth and mm. says like, there's a big purple asshole coming. And you better get ready. Destruction, yeah. And then it is like a get the band back together movie, but also like by then everyone's everyone like the word is out, and so like the world is coming to an end, and you're de- and the Avengers are like we have to get ready, but we also have to deal with like panic and villains being like, well, this is my last shot, you know, like mm. so it is kind of an Avengers movie, but it's also a setup movie for the next one. You know what I keep wanting to see now that you have all these heroes together, and maybe if Marvel stopped killing their villains while they were at it too, I want like a cool villain group. I want the Masters of Evil oh, in my so Marvel cool. movie is what I want. You can Why still I... get them, but like there's few, there's few of them. Like there's there's not you a would, lot left. You could have Abomination. You could maybe have depend. I don't know how it's gonna go. You could maybe have Zemo, but from what I understand, Zemo is apparently very different from his comic counterpart, yep. and that's about it. You could get you could get Loki, and you could get Ultron. You could, I mean, like, because he's he's an AI. Like he did fucking he, he, he didn't down himself up somewhere. That's the easiest, laziest thing you could possibly do. Um, you, could, you could maybe have. Uh, 
couple of the guys from Agents of Shield. If you wanted a couple of those guys, they locked away. And that's the thing. Yeah, you could do Absorbing Man. Like you could do a couple of things. Uh, then you get I, Captain. I, I think they teased Gravitron and like, and then he never came back. Yes, they did. They, they he Gravitron's in there, and then nothing. And then no, nothing with Gravitron. Yeah. He's too powerful for the Agents of Shield. Uh, Bartok the Leaper, you know, you could always you get You could get Batrock! He'd be, he'd be hilarious. He'd be a great henchman. Um, Batrock, I kick you in the face. I kick you. I have I have good lower body strength. Sevati, <laughs> it is like karate, but French. <laughs> but I am not French, so do not forget. Uh, so you could, um, anyway, so then you get Captain Marvel, which is like, you should have done Captain Marvel now. Like, Captain yeah. Marvel should have been, bef- like, around Doctor Strange. Like, before but or after. But it's cool that she's getting one. I'm getting. I'm glad she's getting a movie. I'm just like, fucking. Why did it take so long? Like, I know why she had to be bumped, write? but like, how? Like, you don't. You can make multiple movies a year, you guys. <laughs> there, there was a moment there when we didn't know who would hit the screen first: Wonder Woman or Captain Marvel. I know there was it a seemed, lot of. Seemed like it was neck and neck there for a second. And then they were like, "Nah, let her have it." <laughs> yeah, let 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 Wonder Woman go first. Let the most well known, well recognized female superhero go first. Yeah. Um, now, but you know what? That win could change because that's the thing now. Just because no one in no, no one outside the comic reading world knows who Captain Marvel is now, that's going to change after her mo- her movie. Remember, fan living in a day before Iron Man one. Iron Man was C list at best. Yep. Then he had a movie, and then suddenly my mom knew who Iron Man was, and everyone else knew who Iron Man was, and he went from like C list to A list. Yeah, it's true. Um. I don't care who they get, because I'm sure whoever they get will be great. My hope is for Emily Blunt. Has not had a bad casting yet. Yeah. My hope is for uh, Emily Blunt from uh, uh, Edge of of Tomorrow. She was good. I liked her. She's great. Uh, But uh, but I don't care. Like we're not here to we're not here to speculate on cast. But uh, then it's Inhumans, and who knows if that's even gonna come out. You keep saying. Barkley has bummed on the Inhumans. He's an anti-Inhumanite over here. Yeah, I really hate them, but, like, Marvel knows where the money is, and they know which movie to bump every time. <laughs> you, you just keep holding out hope where it's like, no, 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 just just hold out a little bit longer, and then you might get X-Men back. Yeah, they, Fox will fuck up. <laughs> they, they, they will. The I mean, their last Wolverine movie is, their, their, their last Hugh Jack movie is going to be Old Man Logan. You're gonna fuck it up. You're gonna fuck it all up. Like Brian Singer's not gonna want to make X Men movies for the next ten years. He, he said that before he didn't when he wanted to make Superman. That was a bomb. He's like, okay, time to make more X Men. Then. Well, he's like, okay, I need to fucking pay my ridiculous bills and make lots of money. Like, yeah, uh, I, I I I may have had some high profile legal things I needed to pay during that time. Yeah, yeah. Let's not talk yeah. about Brian Singer. No, and, let's not. And that, the that's accusations an surrounding him. But uh, but yeah, Inhumans. Like anything could happen, and but it, but it, but it'll probably be bumped. Inhumans will have to make it to the screen. They've put too much time and money in the Inhumans in the comics and in the TV. They need to make the movie. I'm telling you, man. If they got X Men back, they would forget them immediately. Maybe I know they, they put a lot of work into it, and I guarantee you, they'd be like, okay, new drawing board, because Phase Four can be anything and for me this is where it's like okay what's phase four gonna be and it's like here's where the contracts run out here's where the characters are too old here's where everything needs to change and it's it's, where we're gonna go from 2020s so you know we we won't even be on youtube anymore we'll be we'll be doing the hologram networks now where you can (laughs) beam sal and myself into your home via hologram it's true um I pre- like so. Let's talk about some predictions for Phase Four. They're going to be. Uh, let's let's start with Avengers: Infinity War Part Two. Avengers: Infinity War Part Two is going to be like the mic drop for yeah, it's got to be for Marvel all the way up to now. It's got to be the bookend too, is what it's got to be. It's got to bookend everything from Iron Man One to now. Exactly. Um, and I think it'll be a little bit of a passing of the torch movie. It should be. Um, I think that for Phase Four. That will be the era of the street-level hero for Marvel mm-hmm. Cinematic. Um, the The shows are proven successes, and yes, people really, really want to see some crossover. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Defenders is up next as far as like shows go. I mean, like Luke Cage up next, but then like, yes. but then Defenders because they're shooting Defenders at the end of the year. Um, Luke Cage sooner than we even think. Like we'll be watching that before we know it. Coming out before uh, Black Panther. Jeez. And uh, that's gonna be awesome. And I think it's a great time for yes, f- for like the the street level hero to like get his due. It's because- the only thing they haven't done yet. They tap a higher level Avengers level hero. Yeah, and I think that you could definitely be like, okay, Phase Four is the Bendis era for the new new Avengers, <laughs> where they're like, where like someone dies, and I bet it's most of them. Like, I I, I don't know about like who dies in Civil War the movie, but anyone whose uh, contract is up, that's who dies. My guess is it's, it'll be Steve Rogers. I'm hoping it might not be, but we'll see. And but, so we have to carry on in a post-capitalist world, but maybe Bucky, Sebastian, Stan will take it up, and he'll become that Or Captain Falcon, Earth. or both! I mean, like, but... Why not? I think that if they kill Cap and... Anthony Mackie's a cool guy. He looks like he wants to stick around. Wouldn't you like an Anthony Mackie-led Avengers team? I would. Yes. Uh, I think that uh, if they kill Cap in Civil War... He'll jump out of an infinity gem. Just sock Thanos on the jaw a la Hitler. <laughs> in, uh, in, in Infinity War Part 2. Uh, That'd be cool. And I, I think that uh, the fact is, like, what was it? Yeah, like, I think that I could see them being like, okay, now it's going to be street-level stuff. Daredevil is going to get a movie. Uh, Luke Cage is going to get a movie. The Defenders is going to get their, mo- their movie. And it'll be just like... Let's let's delay the demise of the Marvel Cinematic Universe the way we look at it for as long as we can. You know what else they could do? It's, it's a gamble they haven't played yet, and surprisingly a gamble Fox has already played, and that is they haven't done the time travel story yet. I think if you're playing around with Infinity Gems, this might actually be a good story for Dr. Strange. Traveling back in time and trying to stop the events of Iron Man 1 from happening because if they do so, the Avengers will never be formed and in a meta text, the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe won't exist. That's the thing. I think a Marvel movie with time is inevitable. Oh, I mean, they gotta do it. I think, and I think the best way to do it, if you're gonna do it, is Kang. Mm, uh, that's the villain. That's the guy trying to stop it from happening. So you gotta fight Kang the Conqueror. I think that, and and and, and you could you and because things get complicated and and audi- Marvel audience and, and t- movie audiences hate complication. Of course, that the way in which Kang becomes Kang the Conqueror will be through with a time gem. The problem is they can't have Kang though because he's tied up in Fantastic Four. But assuming by this time they made a deal, they could have Kang. I think that they could be like, eh. They could have the Pharaoh version of Kang because he appeared in an Avengers story, but they can't have Kang the Conqueror because he first appeared in a Fantastic. Yeah, I love all the people in the chat who are like, um, Fox owns Kang, so in the next ten years when that movie comes out, I'm certain they will not have worked out a deal. We're judging in the future. It's 2020. 2022, when these movies in, come out. In, in 2020, when, you know, the cyborgs have ruled over us and we're all working in the salt mines on, you know, Saturn IV. You're, you're going to, like... The, the, the concept of Fox has such and such will be moot. <laughs> uh, it'll be, it won't be moot for people who are like, well, when am I going to get my strong guy movie like when are we gonna see multiple man get his since fox (laughs) clearly has no problem making movies nobody wants to see like fantastic four or gambit uh (laughs) is that still happening i keep losing direct i i I talked to somebody at fox and they were like uh and they were like and god willing we're gonna get gambit gambit on the off the ground and i'm like don't Gambit's just the little train who could. He thinks he can. He thinks he can. Marshall. Who the hell wants to see that? Like, I, I, I know I get wanting to see Gambit. I get wanting to see Gambit as a character and being in the movies and doing cool shit. I got my playing cards. Like, but is anyone really excited to watch Gambit? Like, go to the bayou and go find his wife, Bobby, and like fight the guild of Teves. Like. No one wants to see Jeez. that crap. And if they do, like, I'm sorry. Because you're never going to. 
the question is, what's your pitch for Gambit? Is the thing like you can't just do a straightforward Gambit? have it's different from anything and else. what stupid movie driven idea would they have for is, Gambit? is it gonna be a hard-hitting look at corruption in new orleans in the year 2016 yeah, probably fucking not is it gonna be a post hurricane <laughs> katrina is it gonna be treem but with gambit in it i mean the fact that the reality is like the the fact is you could tell they don't give a shit because it's tied to channing tatum yeah who i don't hate channing tatum if anything i've liked him more in the last couple years he does cool stuff He's not Gambit. He's and really like, funny in 21 and 22 Jump Street, and he can do action movies, but he probably shouldn't be doing Yeah, like, Gambit. is he cooler than Jai Courtney? By a thousand percent. <laughs> do, would I watch a Gambit movie starring Channing Tatum over any movie that isn't Suicide Squad with Jai Courtney in it? Yes. Could, could be worse, though, you know. John Cena is Gambit. I mean, like, the fact is, I, I, I don't, like, the fact is so many of us aren't in, um the movie industry and don't know every aspect of it and don't know every facet and how it works. You're not, but you told me you were before we started. <laughs> but Joel, I am in the movie industry and I know oh, how okay, this works. Okay. Um, <laughs> but like, <sighs> they make these decisions and they're based off of imagined metrics and fake yeah. reports. And they're like, this is like, look, 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 if you, we put Channing Tatum in this, I mean, like look at the Sony hack for Ghostbusters. Yeah. Really. And how they were like, they 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 uh, they tried to push Ivan Reitman out of making a Ghostbusters movie. Which why? Which is like because they know better, and they were like they, they know better than Ivan Reitman. And they flipped out over a terrible Paul Feig pitch. Um, I know what happens at the beginning, middle, and end of that movie, and it is trash. And it has nothing to do with women. It has everything to do with just a lousy story. As, as I have always said, I love all those actresses they got. Well, okay, minus Melissa McCarthy. I, lo I love and enjoy... I, I like Melissa McCarthy in Gilmore Girls. She's fun in other stuff. <laughs> I believe in the stuff that she writes and directs not so much. Like, I, I like all the women in the movie. I'm a big fan of Saturday Night Live. I like that ilk of actresses. But yeah. doing another Ghostbusters was a bad idea, regardless of how you were going to do yes. it. Yes. But, uh, so anyway, they're making this, this, this terrible Paul Feig movie. And then they heard that uh, Channing Tatum wanted to be in Ghostbusters, and they wanted to make a like an, an in-universe Ghostbusters supplement movie starring Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill. Well, let's do both then. And well, they almost threw they tr they tried really hard to throw out the Paul Feig movie. Wow. That's how much they're like, the Channing Tatum! He makes the Benjamins! Like, Guys, did you see how much money and good reviews 21 and 22 Jump Street got? Yeah, you know, it has nothing to do with Channing Tatum. It had everything to do with good writing and good directing and good word of mouth and like, everything. I, I mean, like, it has uh, maybe 5% to do with Channing Tatum. Knowing how to read words on a page and make them sound like he's saying them for the first time. But that's something that <laughs> if you... Like, there are millions of out of work actors who want it bad who can who can learn what's on a page and say it like they're saying it for the first time but they don't got abs bro they don't got damn tatum abs. you know what like if anything like if any movies if, if movies told me anything just put up just just before the movie starts give him a guy and some steroids and he'll be he'll have the abs <laughs> Like, it, it's just unbelievable. But, but it's uh, okay, though, because Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill will be busy being an MIB-23, which is happening in the real world in which we live in. But you know, who, you know who's making that movie? The guys who are making Ghostbusters. That's a Sony product. Like, that is the people who are like, Channing Tatum and, and Jonah Hill and these names make movies work. <laughs> they are our modern-day Lawrence and Hardy, you know? Yeah, like, like, what, like, how are you in charge of so, of, of world-changing money? Like, when you seem to lack basic thinking skills. Like, if you literally just say, if you, like, let's say instead of making MIB-23, they took the budget and just put it into Flint, Michigan. Yeah, really, just to fix that line. And just problem. said, instead of making MIB-23, we gave the, like, we fixed the water problem. <laughs> 
<laughs> we took we took uh, all the uh, money we were gonna spend that in, that that includes marketing and production and actors and all that catering. shit, and we just put it into this. And like, there's just a big stupid poster, a one sheet from MIB twenty three that they hang in the mayor's office of Flint, <laughs> forever. Michigan, forever. And it's like instead of getting that movie, you have clean water. Like, I, like I You're just welcome. drives me nuts that like they make because I remember I remember seeing. I mean, like, this is funny because, like, here we are in the world where we can, I literally, I flew in a plane like magic, like Superman in the sky, the and, sky. I, and I had access, and I couldn't use my phone, but I could watch every Star Wars movie in a row, or any movie that came out over the last year, right there on a screen, and stop it and start it whenever I wanted to. Like, I live in this crazy world where, like, I have literally anything I want, and it fits in a small rectangle in my pocket. But you can't smoke on the plane, though. Uh, you couldn't smoke on a plane for 40 years. Yeah, Get used true. to it. But, like, you I have... I channeling my father there for a second. Right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, but we we use these antiquated notions to dictate policies and dictate like how we make movies and how we make decisions. Yeah. It, I think the part that like why we love Marvel and why we're like Marvel phase four, what do you think can happen is because they're like, well, what works, what right? Like they, they make logical decisions that people yeah. outside the industry would make people who are like, well, why don't you just get a really fucking good director and some good actors and like a decent goddamn screenwriter and just put and, it yeah, out and, and a sensible budget? Yeah, like how about you just don't spend six hundred million dollars on a Green Lantern movie? How about you just make Green you Lantern for? <laughs> you took the words right out of my mouth. But really, I was really wanting to shit on that Green Lantern movie. Two hundred fifty million dollars. Two hundred fifty million dollars to make Green Lantern. Green Lantern. Two hundred fifty million dollars that we know of is the thing because they had to go back multiple times and ask for more money from Warner Brothers to finish it, yeah. and it still came out looking like shit. And you have to think if they asked for money to finish it, how bad did it look before? How bad did it look? And well, you know what's funny? They started with the CG suit. And they're like, it's going to be CG. That's that. That was the first mistake. And it was like, what are you doing? Like it's a cool suit just make a suit and he flies like he's just it's just superman with a magic ring and you it's literally cool. you can hide those strings by literally just putting a green aura around him it's so cheap it's it's, it's the simplest suit and they and they overthought it to death yeah and they had i think i thought jeff johns was a consultant on that movie like he was they had insiders Telling them what to do, or rather, advising them what to do, and them being like, "Nah, shut and, up." And this is why I think DC TV is so much better than DC movies. In DC TV, act does listen to Jeff Johns, and that's why stuff why the Flash genuinely ends up being really awesome because they actually listen to him. Yeah, it's like, like despite the fact that Flash literally looks like he's in a fireman's like, like he's from a he's from a a Paul Verhoeven future where firemen rule the world it's uh, it's a proto suit he'll get a bit but like i don't care like the funny thing is the flash the flash show is just a solid show it's about fucking these kids these these people who just you know they're they're superheroes like they do they do the thing that they're supposed to do and maybe there's a little bit of melodrama because they got the cw on there and whatever but there's but melodrama you know in every movie like every like you love iron man so much this guy won't fuck his receptionist like that's the <laughs> melodrama <laughs> of this movie um, well, I, like, it just blows my mind. But anyway, I, I, what do you think is going to happen? Phase four, what do you think? Do you think they're going to time, they're going to be like, fuck it, time travel. Do you think they're going to reboot after Infinity War part two? Or do you think it's like, do you think it's something like me where they're like, well, just won't reference Iron Man for as long as we can. And then the new Avengers who will consist of street level characters that can't possibly fight Thanos will fight Kang and fuck up the past and make it so that the future is like with younger different characters. It is it is a really weird and really interesting thing and it's funny as these superhero movies go on longer and longer and as they become the big poles of every year now they are slowly but surely starting to learn the lessons that comics had like even the whole concept of like the superhero reboot where it's like well that was bad but that's okay you can start over though. Right. <laughs> Which they did with Incredible Hulk and Batman Begins and it worked. And then they show that it's like, well, starting over doesn't always work. Sometimes it's shitty. Black. 
Fantastic Four and like all this other stuff. And then, you know, they're starting to learn the bad lessons too. Yeah. Like Fox is like, that's okay. We can retcon out the stuff we don't like and we can have a whole movie that's basically nothing but one giant retcon and us having to clean up our mistakes. Yeah. Uh, I, I really think they're going to keep going. I think. I, I think they have this point i mean like i know that I've, I've heard rumors that chris hemsworth might be finished soon that he might be interested in moving on if he does and you want to make natalie portman happy you make her give thor. her a hammer you yeah. give her the hammer and you make her thor and then her contract is as long as chris hemsworth's contract was and so mm. now you've extended thor and you kill captain america and you make him Bucky or Cap or Falcon or you make him Bucky first and then you make him Cap afterwards. Marvel like, is doing a lot of interesting legacy stuff in the comics now that they could cite as precedent for the movies. It's like, hey, Tom Holland, you don't want to be Spider-Man anymore. Well, guess what? For your next movie, you're meeting this cool little kid named Miles. Yep, and uh, you're gonna die. Like <laughs> they'll kill you, or not, or maybe you'll retire. Like. Yeah, but they could, you could make so many cool Avengers movies where it's like, it's Daredevil and Spider-Man and like, oh, oh, an Iron character and Thor or, you know what I mean? Like, and, and one of the caps and they're like in a loft in Manhattan and like, this is hard. Ultron came back and I didn't know how to beat him. Like, that's cool. It's just, it could actually be like the next level of like, and this is the hardest period in Marvel history. Like, and, and you know, it's, it's like, if you have continuity, why not use it? Just because the actors are done does doesn't mean you can't work out a deal down the line. But it's like, you know who we need on this? We need to go talk to Steve Rogers. And like, oh, what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, they'll be, like, I understand that Chris uh, Evans wants to direct. And it's like, you know what? Sure, direct. And once in a while, you pop in. One of these. Yeah. You pop in, you, you, you know, you give him some ideas, or maybe you kick some ass for a day. I mean, like, the fact is, I remember hearing the Chris Evans talk long before Dark World came out. Yeah. And... Sure enough, the only cameo was his. I think, I think too, there was also a little bit like Chris Evans also kind to like negotiate in public out loud where everyone can hear it too. That also helps. I think they've learned that from Robert Downey Jr. now. Oh, yeah. That that's the trick you got to do. You got to negotiate out loud where everyone can hear you because if the fans hear, you get Captain America anymore. Yeah, yeah, no. Like, people like the 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 current guard and it's going to be hard but if the fact is like continuity is your friend when it comes to it winning is. them over when you want to like convince them like that you're gonna not fuck things up it's it's, it's also, also a big thing that the marvel movies haven't had to deal with because we've had like five or six batmans five or six supermans we've only had one wolverine one iron man one captain america yeah and it, it, there's gonna be it's it'll be interesting to see like what happens when they start replacing characters because like will you accept a new guy or will it be well he's no robert downey jr he's no chris hemsworth but the fact is like you could extend the mcu past those guys like like we said you can get rid of chris evans and shit you could extend robert downey jr's contract to just voiceovers and or or hud scenes like just shots of his head you put it put the green suit on we shoot you here and we just shoot him saying a variety of things and we just pop them into different parts of the movies uh but you, you, know, you know who's a trooper though sam jackson because he's up for anything in this mcu thank god because i like sam jackson i he like nick too. fury in those movies and i want to see him keep doing it and he can just keep getting older and older doesn't matter like that's fine he's cooler as he gets older yeah and uh but i think that like as you get these like you you won't see a recast in marvel cinematic universe because there's a replacement for everybody that's already been established that yeah is a high profile there. character and especially too is that as the sequels move on we haven't really seen a solo hero movie in a bit most of these new sequels are becoming buddy pictures or group pictures with at least one other uh, hero tag along. which like is what everybody wants to see anyway um that's that's the point of making a shared universe but the trick will be like let's see what happens when Fox recasts Wolverine. Mm, that'll and, be the barometer. I think that's the one everyone's watching. Yeah, because they're like, because it'll be people saying like either he sucks or they picked they they hired Keanu Reeves or something, where it's like, <laughs> what a gross Whoa. mistake. Like what Whoa, a weird high profile. Because it's a it's a movie studio, you know that they they want to make a Channing Tatum Gambit movie. <laughs> so, so you can't trust that. So you know they're gonna be like, we're gonna get 
so-and-so as opposed to just getting like a guy who looks like wolverine who's maybe 23 and then he gets to be wolverine for like 10 fucking years like and the problem with that too is that i think hugh jackman is one of the issues on that too because he said several times ah good i might i'm gonna i'm gonna quit this series and do other stuff oh no i want to be wolverine again take me back i'll do it forever and the funny thing is that dude really wants to be wolverine he does in the marvel universe yeah i know (laughs) and i'll take it like, if, if Fox wants to make a deal where they're like, he can be Wolverine in the in the, uh, in the the Infinity War movie. That would be cool. And you, he makes no reference to the X-Men or our universe, just he can be in it. And he can claw stuff. Like, he can be Wolverine in that movie, and that's it. And he has to have the Animantium because he doesn't have Animantium on our current run. Like, can we, g- g- can we put a costume on him? No. No. Uh, fine, he'll wear a flannel shirt. <laughs> exactly. He'll, he'll be drinking a Paps Blue Ribbon. Yep. And then when Thanos comes in, he's like, "Hey, you spilled my drink." Yeah, but I, uh, but I strongly feel like by the time Infi- uh, Avengers: Infinity War two comes around, we'll get the Fantastic Four back, or at least Fantastic Four properties back. Which, which, how weird would that be to have the first family, the first family, be the last force across the finish line to enter the full? Then again, you could make a big deal of like that's their victory lap. Like, ha ha ha, we finished off this amazing series, and look who we got back now. Legitimately, a great fucking palate cleanser would be you end Infinity War, you end Phase Three or whatever with. A Fantastic Four movie. A high-flying science family comedy. Yep. Just a Fantastic Four movie. They're established. They're riding high off of, like, maybe saving the day or helping to save the day. Or maybe they don't. Maybe they missed it. You know? They maybe come they out of a fucking late. portal and they're like, whoa, we were in the negative zone fighting Galactus. As or, uh, I keep saying, you, you, should keep, you should keep them as 60s characters. You should keep them as characters out of time. Like, their rocket ship should come through a oh portal my God. in uh, Infinity like War 2. Like fucking too. Planet of the Apes. Exactly. They wake up and be like, it's 2016. What happened? Well, we have the Baxter building, which is covered in moss and chained up, but it's still there. That would be goddamn awesome. And you have to hear about them. And as I keep saying, too, you find out their old buddy, Victor Von Doom, became a dictator of a North Korea-esque nation, and now they got to get sent in to go deal with them. (laughs) Yeah. That'd be freaking cool. Imagine that great, exalted God King Doom. Uh, I want to see Doctor Doom in the MCU so bad, because you know he'll be green, he'll have his cape, he'll have a hilarious accent, he'll be played by somebody amazing. Vincent Castle I keep pushing only because the artist in Invincible Iron Man started drawing Mm, Doctor Doom as Vincent Castle. He sure did. I was not used to that. I didn't think of it. Yeah, because he's, like, scary and foreign, yeah. Yeah. I like it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have no idea what he is, and he's slimy and weird. Yeah, but but now he doesn't have any scars, so he's got to be, like, outwardly gross. He's got to be, like, gross in his personality. I want to look at him and don't trust him right away. Which Um, is true of every movie Vincent Castle's ever been around. You're like, no. You threw me over, I can tell. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So that, I guess, wraps it up as far as our speculation goes. That was, like, we just want to talk about, like, what's coming and what might be, what might come, what might be coming to pass? We'll see. I mean, like, the fact is, Fox could plant their heels and say, "No, we want to keep making terrible Fantastic Four movies and lose money." Considering how stubborn they are, I would not be surprised. I mean, if that like, was the, the fact is, I, I, I don't. I, and Disney could just say, "I don't care. Like, I don't, I don't need that. We don't need we those don't, things. We don't need your rock monster." And we literally, guy. we have so much stuff. And you know how expensive it would be to make a Fantastic Four movie? Like, no, we could, we could just keep making Iron Man movies with like Robert Downey Jr.'s head on CG. Like, we, we, don't <laughs> we, could, need... we could keep changing up the lineup of the Guardians of the Galaxy if we wanted. Exactly. You could literally have like all those other ridiculous characters show up. Like, you could do anything. I hope they don't. I hope they're like, no, no, no. We want to just keep adding, keep adding to it, and make it bigger and bigger, so that. We can extend the lifespan of this cinematic universe for as long as possible. But uh, that's my toss out for what I think they should do. Um, I'd love to know what you guys think in the comment section down below this video. Let us know. What do you think Marvel uh, Phase 4 is going to be? Is it going to be a reboot or is it going to be an extension of the continuity? Love to know what you think, and we'll we'll continue the conversation there. Joel, I want to thank you for joining me on this big old conversation that we have here on the Elseworlds Exchange. Uh 
pleasure because we weren't exactly sure if we were going to get around to this because I have another show engagement tonight. You can find me over on Comic Uno's Comic Frontline show. Yep. And because obviously you got pack stuff coming up, so I do. you've been really busy. I have. I'm going to be me, Ben, and Tiffany are going to be at PAX East this weekend, Friday to Sunday. Hopefully we'll see you there. Uh, if you haven't checked out our videos before, you should definitely come and like and subscribe to Comic Pop. We have a lot of great stuff. And go over to uh, Cape Joel and check it out. There's a link in the description box below this video to check out his channel as well. If, if, if you all come out and check out my channel maybe one of these days they'll have to invite me to go to PAX with them <laughs> that would be very nice what uh what is happening on Cape Joel this week that we can look forward to seeing uh well, if you check out the channel right now because it's Wednesday, you can find the new Comic Multiverse episode that I do with my co-host, uh, Matt. We uh, talk about all sorts of different events and all sorts of things that are going on in comic books. Uh, I know there was no weekly poll this week, so maybe that will help fill the void of new news for those of you who are interested. Yeah. Also, when I'm done here, I'm going to be editing and uploading Action Comics number 51, the continuation of Super League. Nice, cool. Uh, over here on Comic Pop, I just made a big old video about the ev about every girlfriend Spider-Man's ever had in the Marvel that Time Universe. That was a great video. Thank you very much. I'm, I'm, I was uh, testing the water, seeing if I can make videos like that. I watched that like late at night at 3 in the morning, and I'm like, man, that was great. Then I got super jealous. I'm like, that's <laughs> going to be a huge viral video I can already tell. I hope so. It's it's growing. It's doing quite well, but it's not blowing up as, as much as you know one would hope. Uh, we also had a video on DC fans talking about American Alien, and tonight at 8 o'clock... Uh, Eastern Time, we'll be releasing Back Issues, our comic book humor discussion series about Batman aliens in honor of Alien Day happening on 426. That's LV426. Um, so, yeah, just getting ready for that. So, hopefully, we'll see you guys there. But if not, as always, we'll be here on Wednesdays at 6 p.m. or 5 p.m. Uh, Eastern Time. We just we just had busy shit doing it, going on. Yeah. So, we'll see you guys then. So, thanks a lot for watching, everybody. So long. Peace out.